Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Happy <laughs> Hello. It's Tuesday! So weird. I know. It is schnitzel night, but it's not our usual schnitzel night. It is Tuesday night. Uh, sorry to our listeners who... We're not, here to point, we're not here to point fingers, but it's my fault. Who says we're not here to point fingers? Well, uh, I'm pointing the finger at myself. There you are. Well, I, I tried uh, to do the announcement on our streams. I don't know how that works. Hans Wolf, hello. So you're in the chat. Maybe uh, that's I from saw yesterday. You commented yesterday. Or yeah, or maybe this from it says six oh five. This is oh, yeah, maybe this from yesterday. Nine oh five. That would be from the future, because that was that was on when I when I logged in. So I think that's from yesterday. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I saw that because I put it. I put a post out on the streams, but I guess it didn't publish my post. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I did my best to do the announcement. I appreciate it. And hopefully it. you found the announcement. And if you didn't, I apologize. It would be better at finding way to communicate that. I was at... Uh, I was in Colorado. What? You were in Colorado yesterday? I was in Colorado yesterday. I got back today. I Such a rambling man. I, am, or I try to be. Well, my, my, my wife had a, had a big birthday. I'm... I'm not gonna say how how old she is because she does not enjoy that. But uh, uh, she had a big birthday, and so I surprised her with a trip to Colorado. We went to see we went to Red Rocks. I don't know. You're not a big concert person, I know. You have, don't go to a lot of shows. I used to go to a lot of shows. Mm -hmm. uh, not as much now. But anyway, there's a venue called Red Rocks, the Red Rocks Amphitheater. That's outside of Denver. That is a a beautiful, legendary concert venue. The Beatles have played there, and many people have played there. And uh, uh, we we went to see Yeah Yeah Yes, a band that she likes. So that's that nice. was so you great. Flew all the way just for the one band. That's in Colorado. Yeah, we went for. I mean, we did went on a hike. We went for a couple of days. It's a nice. Uh, it's like a long weekend. Um, Look at you. That's so it nice. It is a it's very, so it's a very, it's a really beautiful venue. It is, uh, it's in the middle. Uh, is that the um, thing that, uh, this might be a little, did Brian Regan just do his special there? I don't know if you know who Brian Regan I is. Brian Regan I don't is. do concerts, but I know comedy. Oh, you know Brian comedy. Regan is a very well-known American comedian. And he has a special that came out a couple months ago called Brian Regan Live at Red Rock. And it's this beautiful venue outside amongst the mountains. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I thought that was in Vegas. So that's in Colorado? That's just outside of Denver, yeah. Ah, okay. Well, I saw the Brian Regan oh, special. Oh, there is there. a red I mean there is uh, there is uh, you're you're not wrong in the sense that there are red rocks in in Las Vegas as well. 
Yeah, so, I drove through them once. This, I thought it was the same thing. Yeah, no, this amphitheater is is different. This is different red rocks. Also rocks, also red, uh, but different state. And they have this venue. Yeah, it's called so, Brian Regan on the Rocks. Let me just uh, double check if that's this place where he's at. Yeah, it was really, really pretty. It's like out amongst the rocks, out in the yeah, middle of like a national a very, park. It's right? a very, uh, yeah, it's a really beautiful, it's a really beautiful place. I had been there uh, on my way to the airport from after Old Man Ski Camp that I went to a couple of years ago, uh, also in Colorado. And on the way back, I kind of, had a little time to kill and I've stopped there and watched the sun go down. I mean, it is an amazing, it's an amazing place. And so I thought, yeah, this is, if there was ever a show to see that I would be interested in, I would, uh, uh, I would love to go. And so, yeah, and this just worked out because this band is a favorite. And last year they played in New York, but we couldn't go because my friend got married. And then this year they are not playing in New York. So we went to Colorado anyway. So Brian Regan's show uh, was at the Tuakan Amphitheater in Utah. Oh, so, so it was not another. at that place. Interesting. Okay, I guess there's other ones. <laughs> this is this is a unrelated. Uh, it's, it's a cottage industry Tuacan. of red of, of rock rocky rocky amphitheaters. They have them everywhere now. Anyway, so apologies for my absence. It was for a good for the good cause of birthday birthday bliss, providing birthday bliss. Well, it gave us an extra day so we can watch the we, we we can know the outcome of the hottest Fall Stuttgart results before we started, as their leg two was yesterday Monday, I believe, and uh, Stuttgart won. The first round was Stuttgart three nothing. The second round was Stuttgart three one. Right, it was a total blowout. Wasn't yeah, even it was close. Cru- yeah, he crushed it. Yeah, Stuttgart. Um, so. Just um, hot as foul struggles, and they just don't have a quality side anymore. They have officially converted into a second division quality side. By the way, whenever you go on Google and look up results, uh, all the final results, I just put a foul by Stuttgart, a bunch of fireworks go into your screen. If you put in Stuttgart, your screen just gets covered in fireworks. Go on Google and put in foul by Stuttgart. And then put in RB Leipzig and put in Bayern München. All the winning teams get fireworks celebrations on your computer. That's very nice. Oh, wow. There it is. Yeah. Any winning team, Google will be like, yay, it celebrates it with you. You get fireworks for not getting relegated? (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's good for another year. So Google celebrates that. Good for them. Stuttgart up. Hamburg stays down. Heidenheim and Darmstadt up. But Haas fouled out. Cruel. And I, think, I, think their, I think their spirits were broken right after this yeah. overtime, this stoppage time. Two stoppage time goals to keep them out of the Bundesliga. This relegation playoff never, usually does not go well for the higher league team, except now another, yet another... Uh, uh, relegation player for the third division, Armenia Bielefeld. They used to be a Bundesliga team last season, right? Uh, a couple of years ago, right? Okay, yeah. Um, they were a Bundesliga team, they were definitely contenders when I was a, a, a younger person. I've spent mm-hmm. some time in Bielefeld, so I have a little bit of a soft spot for them. 
But they, what shows did you see in Bielefeld? What shows? Uh, yeah. I saw. Uh, you have time. I got. I saw. Oh, yeah. Bielefeld actually. If if you want now, you open the floodgates here. You don't. You didn't realize, but uh, Bielefeld is a very uh, is like a mecca for alternative and hardcore punk uh, shows. They have a couple of well, the legendary venue. I actually know if it still exists. Was the Forum? The Forum in Enga. Enga is a small town outside of Bielefeld, and it was a club that was very um, sort of small, uh, low ceilings it was like a community center or whatever but like a lot of bands played there i saw the screaming trees there which was a band from seattle and uh, that was probably the loudest show i had ever been to screaming trees screaming trees yeah they were like a um they were a sub pop pop band they were in that nirvana mud honey vein mm-hmm. you know in the early mm-hmm. in the early 90s before your time what? Yeah, well, it was, yeah, I was. Around. I mean, I didn't go to concerts, but no Mud Honey, no Nirvana. Like, I was around. Grunge was my first. I guess I remember Rick Astley. Like when I was a little little kid, I remember listening to Rick Astley Rick in the car Astley. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But the grunge, but grunge was my first sort of music era, because okay. like it was on MTV Unplugged, right? Uh, it was a lot of grunge. Uh, Courtney Love, yeah, a yeah, whole yeah. Uh, Nirvana. Well, this- and this Pearl was, Jam. This was all a little bit before that. This is, um, yeah. you know, before, before Nirvana. Nirvana really broke the broke open the floodgates, I guess, in that right. regard, in terms of mainstream. Um, but prior to that, before Nirvana became famous, there were a few years where there were a bunch of these bands, and they were touring Germany because in Germany there was this network of clubs. They were these tiny places, and they'd all have like an apartment somewhere uh, above or below or whatever so it was very easy for these bands to kind of travel go through europe and play gigs etc and so yeah that was a good time to see a bunch of shows and so yeah in bielefeld they were a bunch of good i saw a bunch of good concerts there was uh, oh i forgot this what the name of this other place was that was like a punk rock club where there was a bunch of hardcore shows i saw sonic youth play there that was in a slightly bigger venue because they were already a little bit more well known we're all we're all the armenian bielefeld players standing in front of you and you're just (laughs) like should you guys be practicing right now you guys have a big game tomorrow and they're like nah we'll be fine and now they're in the third division i don't know you know this was these were the years uh my punk rock well actually that's not true i was uh um, yeah, that's those are the those were the Bochum years. So I don't know. I think Bielefeld at that point were not that good in the early nineties. I want to say I don't know. I'd have to check, but I don't think they were. Yeah, they're the they party were, club. They're just partying all the time. Anyway, all this really, what I was gonna say <laughs> is that Bielefeld right? were one of the few teams to today get relegated and being the losing team from the higher division. They lost their two relegations. Games against Wien Wiesbaden, a Wiesbaden. team that I had never heard of. Uh, Wiesbaden, Wien, I think, isn't that like? Uh, I, know, I know where Wiesbaden I'm, is. Wiesbaden is in the is is sort of near Frankfurt, somewhat. But Wien SV Wien Wiesbaden is a team that I had not heard the name of basically until today, and now they're in well, Bundesliga 2. Bundesliga 2. 
they they won the first game at home 4-0 and so there was not much left to do but Bielefeld lost at home uh also today the second game against Wiesbaden so very 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 sad close Fabian Klose, the coach of Bielefeld, said he had no more tears left in his body. Oh, so poetic! After this, after this, uh, after this loss, so he's like, "There's sad. only one thing that could heal me. That's a Sonic Youth concert coming up this weekend here at the here at the no amphitheater. Longer, no longer, they no longer exist. They had a had a falling out a, a couple of years ago. I do, I do recommend oh. Kim." Kim Gordon's autobiography. She's the bass player of Sonic Youth. Her autobiography, "Girl, Girl in a Band," is is very is is worth reading if you have any yeah if you have any interest in that kind of thing, which sure. I clearly do. Anyway, so this is the uh, the music the music the music special. So sad. I'm sad. I'm sad for Bielefeld. A, a pretty pretty big fall to. I guess two divisions in three years, it's always a little sad when that happens. But it's part of a trend, right? Where big clubs are falling, but small clubs are rising, right? Like these big clubs are heading their way down. Like I just looked up 1860 mentioned the other day. They were in the fourth division. I think they're in the third division. Mm -hmm. But like they're going bye-bye. Haas Foul can't get themselves out of the second division. Schalke is going down again. Uh, Stuttgart just saved themselves. Hata. However, here, here comes Heidenheim. Heidenheim. Yeah. Here comes Heidenheim. Darmstadt's coming back. Union Berlin just made Champions League. It's like these little clubs are. Sao Paulo went on that crazy unbeaten run. They almost made their way back to the Bundesliga. You know, Sao Paulo is very much a lower league club. There's nothing Bundesliga about Sao Paulo, but they were only one spot off, I think, by, by the end of the season. So it's interesting. Little clubs, thumbs up. Big clubs, thumbs down. Something's going on. I don't know if I don't know what's going on. Little clubs are wiser, perhaps, or play with a little more energy, or what? I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just this fun tread where these giant clubs are tumbling, and then these clubs that play in like ten thousand seater stadiums, <laughs> just roaring yeah, through. I mean, roaring we have through. this in the in the Premier League too. Luton Town, Luton Town. Has made the prem. They have a very tight. They have a very small stadium. They have actually yeah, it's on, the, hilarious. On, the, on the TV. I saw a little bit of one of their um, playoff games, and uh, the the stadium is so small that to find to get to the sideline, the near sideline, the camera basically shoots straight down. There's no right. depth. There's really no depth to the stadium for the camera to be sort of further back. The camera has to shoot straight. Straight down to see the the near sideline. It was crazy. Anyway, the, the that's beauty in of England. that stadium. That's in England. We it is in England, but if you look at an aerial view, they literally built it right in the middle of like a little neighborhood, and just all the houses' backyards are just up against the stadium. And if you're in the upper row and you turn around, you're looking right down to someone's personal backyard. Uh, it's a cool. I, you don't get that here in the states. It's a very English stadium where they just shove stadiums wherever they can. Here in the United States, we have building codes and stuff, and we can yeah, never yeah. do that. But in I England, mean, the, they're like, screw your building codes. We built that, this 150 years ago. The NYCFC stadium supposedly is is going to be part of. A, I mean, it's not going to be like that, obviously, but it is going to be part of a of a of a housing uh, development. There's going to be all kinds of stuff around. Until so. you're only ten rows up, and you turn around, there's a bar, and you're literally. 
inside a personal guy's barbecue in their backyard. It's not going to be the same. Yeah, no, like, that's, that's not what he's doing. Guys, it is like, there's that, Literally, there's, it's like Portland, you're just right there. In Portland, there's that gym. I saw the the there's a gym where people can look into onto the field from there. During game day, is it is there an extra fee? It's like I don't know. There were definitely to... people in there when it was the MLS Cup final, so it wasn't just any old game, and there were <laughs> just, people at the just gym just jogging, like riding and on just, the treadmill, yeah, just doing their thing. Some of them were looking, but I guess not everybody cared. I don't know. Weird. They're like, call me, call me when it's a USL final or something. <laughs> something. Call me when it's a call me when um, it's a double A championship. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, little clubs crushing, big clubs falling. Like you know, the whole Northwest when Bremen was relegated, there were no Northern clubs in the in the Bundesliga, which is weird. Now there's just fair to Bremen, who made their way right back and they had themselves a good season. But anyway, also speaking of little cities, I guess it's that's a little, but uh, RB Leipzig won themselves another title, and this is yeah. a club that has very two little a, history. Two in a row, the most hated club, well, the most hated club in Germany. People doubt that they have any real fans and all that nonsense and yada yada. But RB Leipzig wins two in a row. You know, tell a, tell a German soccer fan from the 80s that RB Leipzig won two in a row and Heidenheim's about to compete in the Bundesliga while Schalke and HSV whittle around in the second division. That's what's happening. You know what I mean? Times are changing. Also, tell them that Bayern München won 11 seasons in a row. See what they have to say about well, that. Well, Bayern München now is going to win forever. We've, we've, you've heard it here first. It'll never, nobody ever, no other team will ever win the Bundesliga ever again. As long as we I win. mean, well, I mean, ugh, that could very well be accurate. If BFB doesn't want to step up and the only, the only club we have in our sights is RB Leipzig. But for whatever reason, they keep underperforming. Uh, they just lost some well, Kunku to Chelsea, and we'll see. We'll see what they do next year. Maybe Timo Vienna can be back to his former self again. I don't know. Timo Vienna is still sort of a shadow of his former self, but uh, yeah, that's for next look, season. This uh, this cup final was sort of a snoozer, wasn't it? It was yeah, not. I, uh, there was oh, not yeah, the a Open lot of. Uh, there was not a lot of. Um, yeah, not a lot going on. It was kind of, um, yeah, it's kind of boring. It was kind of RB boring. Leipzig came in favorites, and they had a good, confident game. They but they did themselves. not really. I mean, the first goal was kind of lucky. It was deflected twice, and then the second goal was not lucky. It was very nice. But up to that point, Mario Götze had a good chance. I remember hit the goalie. But other than that, it was not a lot of stuff. Not a lot of action it was a lot of um yeah it was a pretty quiet it was a pretty quiet game but i yeah. leipzig won as predicted by me mm-hmm. yeah well done you did it right i did it wrong i want oliver glasner to win another title For he did once. not on his goodbye and rb leipzig won two cups in a row it's a good start those are in rb leipzig's entire bundesliga history of six seasons or whatever it is these two cups are their only titles they've won, I believe. So it means a lot to them. Shout out to Tara Devi West, one of our Schnitzel Cup regulars. She'll be excited. But the big question now for RB Leipzig, their next step is, are they ready to mount a title challenge for next year? 
One will see. Uh, without Nkunku, it's hard to see. But in typical RB Leipzig magic, they probably have a couple of new guys waiting in the wings. So we got these guys ready to go. With with Caden Clark, anything is possible, I say. Caden <laughs> oh uh, Clark forcibly returning to RB Leipzig after his loan was over. And there's absolutely no reason he is there. He should be with the New York Red Bulls. I mean, they signed him early to some excitement. And that then he had an injury and a surgery and... He's never been the same since, so they loaned him back, and he came off the bench for us at New York Rebels, and we could use him. He's a great player for us. We'd love to have Caden Clark. He's one of ours. But RB Leipzig's like we can't extend another loan. We paid a lot of money for this guy. So they pulled him back, and now he's just on the books at RB Leipzig, training week in a week out, making the bench, I think, here and there, but he's not playing. So I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what they're doing with our Caden Clark. Caden, <laughs> come back home. You're in a, you're part come of back the, home. Yeah. Well, we can. I have I had some things to say about it an hour number two about these. You know, I mean, we can talk about it now too. The the whole being well, part of a RB bigger Leipzig. being yeah. part of a bigger. Well, but you're part. You know, you're you're kind of uh, um, surplus. It's like you're you're in the you're in service of the bigger team, right? Who is Caden Clark? Well, the Red Bull Red Bull New York has to has to eat shit if RB Leipzig says they do. Well, this is only the second time we've loaned a player, so it's like for since two thousand six. I mean, yeah, that's hour two. We get this whole feeder club, feeder club, blah blah blah. It's right. like feeder clubs feed. We fed nothing. They took Tyler Adams, sure, but Tyler Adams was great. He was a good player. He would have gone anywhere. Um, and then he did. He ended up in England. And now they took Caden Clark kind of in that vein of, like, if you got a cool youngster, we'll take him. Because, like, Brendan Aronson and was kind of in that vein. And, like, uh, uh, I guess Zaltzboy did take him, but he was from Philly. And then Paxton Aronson was taken by Funkfort. So it's not just all, you know, German clubs coming in scout. The direct New York Red Bulls to RB Leipzig path represents two players. Tyler Adams right. and now Caden Clark. And Caden Clark was a mistake. That was like they, they, they struck the iron a little too early with Caden Clark. How old is he, though? It's not mean. It's not. This is not. The, the jury's out, right? We don't know yet. Don't know what? I mean, he could still. Something. He could come around. I hope so. I mean, <clears throat> he was a youngster. With, he was like a really exciting young player. But he how, was old, a great, how old is he now? He's 20, maybe. 20. Okay. So Was he I at mean, the U20s? I don't know. So we don't know. Yeah, that. he's still young. It's not the end of the world. It's just for me, he's 20 years old. Like, New York Red Bulls needs players. We could use him at the New York Red Bulls. At RB Leipzig, he's more than surplus to requirements. I think they signed him, like, his whole point was a year or two ago. He was supposed to be the next big thing. And then after his surgery, he dropped off. But the New York Red the RB Leipzig already spent money and signed the contract. So then they loaned him back to MLS, which was a ridiculous you know how MLS works. They had to go through the lottery or something, pay right, a lot right, of money. Right, right. Had to that, that ended up costing also a lot of money in a way that Red Bull didn't want. And now the load is over, and it's like he has no choice. He has to go fulfill his contract for a bit over in Leipzig. So he's there. I hope he works hard. I hope he tries to get himself in the roster. But if he can't get in the New York Red Bulls roster when we had no players, um, you know, like our, our roster's thin, and he couldn't even break the starting lineup there. What chance does he have to break the starting lineup in Leipzig? Well, slim to none. We got a chat 
We got Hans Wolf is back, and we got Mank at Heart Yank. I like that name. It rhymes. Mank at Heart Yank. How you doing? We got, that's right, New Red Bulls does need restructuring. Oh, we'll talk about that in hour two. I've got plenty to say about that. Uh, yeah, we got U.S. Open Cup. Cincy and River Dogs, but unfortunately, yeah, the River the Dogs, Pittsburgh River Dogs, Pix- they're Cinderella. River Hounds, right? They're the River Hounds. Oh yeah, the River Hounds. I guess Hounds uh, a dog. Let's, uh, River Hounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, just in that beautiful um, stadium of theirs, they're eliminated. Um, we got yeah, Hans Cincinnati Wolf. is unstoppable right now, and they were playing their full. They they were playing their their full team too, so they won. And right now, Chicago is losing at halftime to Houston. One to two. That's that's still going though. The Cincinnati game's over. Well, you know how RB Leipzig gets the DFB Pokal and they love it. It's their title. The U.S. Open Cup is a title for people. Um, found you guys in the Open Cup comments. Heck yeah, that's my Let's work. Go. That's my work. Whenever the Open Cups are on YouTube, <laughs> I always flash our show in the comments every ten minutes. That's oh. like, hey, free advertising. <laughs> There's 10,000 oh people watching this game. Free advertising. <laughs> Come to our podcast. Excellent. Yeah, you know, I'm hustling. I'm glad it worked. This makes me happy. Yeah, we are a German-American soccer podcast. We have a Germany hour now. And then at 7 o'clock, we have our USA hour, Western time. My time. I'm in L.A. Bjorn's in New York. So we'll talk all USA in the USA hour. Uh, right now, we're just touching on the German league with uh, Yanks Abroad and what's going on in Germany. Uh, and we're interactive. So if you have any questions or anything or want to talk to us, we're, we're friends now. So talk to us in the chat. Uh, <laughs> so we have the, well, the, the, well, we have two national team things to talk about, right? Yeah. Number one, there's a game coming up. I this know, is and like, you know where like I'll the be? Schnitzel, the Schnitzel Boys, the Schnitzel Boys Super Bowl, basically. Germany is playing the U.S. It, uh, at your home happen. stadium. In, in my whole, yeah, 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 my home. It's not a, <laughs> I've been to that stadium twice. Yeah, NYCFC, I know, you have to, NYCFC have there. played twice in Hartford. And I've been to both of those, I've, I went to both of those games. The... Um, the first one being memorable in the sen- in in the sense that five uh, two uh, Maxi Morales scored on a scored a header in that game, which uh, that was only once that that happened because he's very very short, very diminutive. Um, but yeah, I was really looking forward to this, but I also have a big trip planned to Germany in October, and sure enough, when it was originally this game was supposed to be over the summertime, they postponed it from June to October. And then they finally announced it, and sure enough, I'm going to be freaking in Germany when they're finally here. I would love to have gone to that game, but I, I now I I get to watch it on German TV, so I get to hear the German commentators talk about Josie Altador, or not Josie Altador, whoever's going to be on the Josie Altador. I get to, uh, <laughs> I get to hear them talk about Jordan. Oh, Morris. it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a testimonial. It's a, it's a retro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the soccer tournament, which we haven't talked about yet. Either. Um, no, uh, I, yeah, it's a real shame. I would love to have been there and freaking of all. So October 14th, right? October 14th. East yeah. Africa. And apparently that's a big deal for Germany because right in the middle of the Bundesliga. German, they're taking all these Germans, and why flying them they, across the Atlantic to, why to play are they friendly doing in that? the U.S. I guess the, I guess the idea is to get to kind of get familiar with because they're you know the next host of the 
of the yeah probably of the world uh-huh. cup so they're they're trying to come over here i don't know why they i don't know why hartford i mean that is a nice stadium but it's not exactly um i think german usa played there before really i don't know, okay. I don't know. it's near new york a lot of germans will be there i don't know i mean i mean I'm if going. you have to think of yeah you're going if i was i if if, if i was in town i would be going I mean, as far as Germans, German nationals come to the United States, what are the cities you think of? New York City is definitely probably high up there. You think maybe Chicago? Uh, I know Biden mentioned usually just Chicago. You think maybe Ohio? Maybe they do okay in a place like Cleveland or something. But like, I don't know. It's really just New York, right? Vegas would do well because of all the tourists, all the German tourists that <laughs> the game while they're there. The Germans, uh, are, Germans are everywhere. Really. Yeah, There's, Florida. They probably yeah, put a game Florida, in Florida and they'd show anyway, up. Yeah. Lots but of, New York City, because East Hartford, Connecticut is essentially like, if you live in the New York metropolitan area, East Hartford, Connecticut is sort of in your area. It's just up north. So like, it's a, I think it's a good venue to pull people out from the city, I think, maybe. Well, we're going to see. We're going to see. I'm excited about it. I uh, I I keep waiting for tickets to be available. It's going to be good. Now, more imminently, we have three games coming up, three friendlies, right, against the Ukraine, Poland, and Colombia. Nice. Over the next, um, well, Monday is the first one, and then it's the 16th and the 20th. And one person who didn't get picked for this for this uh for the squad for these games is nicolas zule yeah yeah uh i mean he was uh he was he spent the season with bayfell bay i think he had injuries right or so he wasn't a regular starter for them well, he was playing the last few games and and hansi no. flick hansi flick um Hansi Flick came out and said something to him, and we're gonna hold on. I'm gonna play my play my little tune here. Sprachgefühl, 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 Sprachgefühl. Sprachgefühl is the part of the show when we when we tell you German things that Germans say that are sort of idioms specific specific um phrases that are hard to translate so we're going to we're going to help with that mank at heart yank says zul is a tank on fifa yeah because he's very fast he's big and he's fast for a bit for a center back he's a big he's a big dude he has good stats and hansi flick says he could be one of the best uh center backs of the world but he says er lässt noch einiges liegen and how are we going to translate it? Let's not, I Literally to... translated means he leaves stuff laying there, right? Is that what that means? He still, he leaves, I, in my mind, is he's, he, he leaves more to be desired. What's that English expression? It's well, like, well, the real, what it means is like, he, he, he does not, he does not, he's not, he doesn't live up to his potential. Hmm. He lest einiges liegen. It's basically, he's leaving, he's leaving things on the table. He's leaving things. Now is that criticizing his training commitment, or no, is that criticizing it's, his it's, off field? Uh, well, he's saying his attitude and his mentality. He he needs him to take a a step forward, and because he's so good and his potential is so so high, uh, he he sees the danger that he is not 
he doesn't feel challenged enough and he he sort of goes by on 80% intensity and so this well, is when this is when you know we get into we get into the math right the math always so 80% he's he's at 80% in the league says Hansi Flick he was 90% happy with him when at the world cup says uh, says Flick he was 90% happy with with his performance but the 10% but the, I know this is this is uh, this is science this is not, this is Hansi science with Hansi Flick so <laughs> He, so at in the league, Zul is playing at eighty percent, according to Hansi Flick. In mm. at the World Cup, he was at ninety percent. Flick was at ninety percent and ninety percent happy, but the ten percent that are missing, those are the difference. Well, Hansi Flick knows him from Bayern. They won titles yep. together at Bayern. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like uh, Hansi Flick is challenging Nikola Zula, and I love, I like that. Because Nicholas Zula is one of our main center backs, and we have a history of great center backs. I mean, Jürgen Kohler, you know, we have all these great center backs. Uh, 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 Franz Beckenbauer, and, you know, the list goes on and on. <laughs> you know, other, just, just, we've had great center backs. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Vuans, is he one? Guido Buch, Guido Guido Buch, Buch fight. yeah. There you go. So we've had this great tradition. And so it's a coveted spot for our national team. And right now, Mats Holmo's a little too old. Nicholas Schlotterbeck's full of mistakes. And Nicholas Zula, I think Hansi Flick is looking at Nicholas Zula and be like, you should be. And Tony Rudiger is our best center back. You right should now. be. He's yeah, pretty solid. You should be, uh, you, you should be up there. Exactly. And Nicholas I think Zula's that's like, come on. The- you have the, because he's also, he's 28 or whatever. He's getting into his prime years. So Hansi Flick is like, Zula, that's you. Like, if you put your mind to it, you're, you're you our world class center back. You could be that good. And he's also yeah. saying, even though you at you at eighty or ninety percent might be better than some other players, the fact that you are not going all out and you're not maximizing your potential, that doesn't sit well with me. Das entspricht nicht meiner Mentalität, says Hansi Flick. To to hmm. get by on to, to to get by on less is not his mentality. So that's not flying with him. And so hopefully also, this is uh, this is a a warning a warning shot for for Nicolas Zula. It's also very telling. Like this also puts a little more perspective in his move to leave Bayern München and go to Borussia Dortmund on a free, right? That was a little bit of a, not a head scratcher, but it was like, all right, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. That's like, maybe he's from that area or something. We we had that whole quote from, from Rummenigge, right? Where he was like, well, he's, I mean, I guess they did not. I mean, I think this probably is not a new thing. This is, this, it's probably how Hansi Flick felt about him then, you know, that he was like, well, we can, we, we don't, we can get by without him. Hans Wolf wants me to translate the word Hubschrauber. Hubschrauber is helicopter, right? Yeah, isn't that a helicopter? Yeah. Hubschrauber, Jorgen Klitzmann's favorite method of transportation. Also, you're invited to a party bus to the game. Man. Yeah, to the game. Let's go. Totally. How big is this bus, Hans Wolf? <laughs> If I, by party bus do you mean I'm a very, Honda I'm, Civic or I'm are we talking excited. a real I'm, I would love to go on a, on, a, on a party bus to Hartford that sounds amazing ah, man I, I really want to come yeah, maybe I should fly in from Germany just for that game and then fly you, back. Should, you should take a Hubschrauber <laughs> from Germany a blade the most expensive <laughs> blade the, ever to get uh, <laughs> I, go into, I go into the Hubschrauber and I'm like to Connecticut please bitte zum Connecticut 
Um, maybe your brother could fly me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be pretty. I mean, he's he's he's, he's just getting his license. You would be. Hey, uh, that would be very. I'm a man on a budget, so <laughs> just like, you need a test to fly it. I need a free ride. Let's go. Let's, get, let's, go. let's go. Let's get this. Let's get this. If we going. go down, so be it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was worth it. it. Was worth it. No, very cool. Zula is a take of FIFA WWE Raw. Just Hartford. That's right. Hartford. Uh, go the, you the heart. World capital. Is that, is that is that is that how that is that an expression? Do you say go? Oh, like University of Hartford. Is that what that is? Well, UConn is there, right? Yeah, isn't it UConn? I've done some shows in Hartford. One of the worst shows I ever did was in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, that's I think it was fun memories. Connecticut's Connecticut has more. I think it's Hartford or. I think it's Hartford has more fortune 500 HQs than anywhere in the world or something like that. Some I crazy see. stat like that, even more than New York city. Cause it's right down the street and it's like, so it's full of uh, a lot of uh, business execs. It's not the punk rock scene we we're talking about earlier. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> when I, I went drive, to my comedy I, uh... show up there, I think they were expecting carrot top, not scene work, the kind of stuff we did. I was like, oh, okay, so we had to do three in a row. It was way too sophisticated. And then they canceled our second and third show that we're supposed to do there. Oh no! <laughs> I always remember it's one of those. I've I've had some I've had some great nights on stage, but I've had some brutal nights on stage in my life. There, Chicago was a pretty rough show once, but we don't have to get into that. We don't have to get into that. <laughs> the uh, low points about... of your low points of your comedy career. The bus, bus will, will be, be twenty five to thirty three passengers. 11 packs what is oh on standby for certain i mean this is going to be this is going to be epic wow that's two party buses amazing that's two party buses yeah yukon stadium yeah. is the east hartford connecticut state that's the yukon stadium right isn't that, is that their football stadium pretty much shows you how little i know that, about college I, don't, football. That, I don't that i don't know i've been to the yeah the soccer stadium i've been to a couple of times other than that i have not spent a lot of time in hartford i've driven through there a bunch of times on the way to vermont but I yeah. don't have it's it's then you know then the next town it's close to Massachusetts obviously and then once you go to Massachusetts there's Springfield and Springfield has the Basketball Hall of Fame and a casino and hmm? comedians they say are kind of kooky by nature like us goldkeeper says Mankinheart Yank you have to be nuts to try to be one yep well oh you're you, a goalkeeper there you have it there you have it. Like goalkeepers, we're a little bit different from the brood. We're just we're doing it. We're we're in the same sport, but we're doing our own thing. It's like I mean, we're in the same life, but we're 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 looking at it from You're a different a little, perspective. A little different. A little different. A little more damaged, if you will. <laughs> more damaged goods. Uh, anywho, uh, so so Zula has been called out. I like that. But Nico Schlutterbeck makes the team again. Nico Did Nico Schlutterbeck revive his? Because he was quite a sore point for a 2022 performance. Nico Schlotterbeck was not amazing. Do you feel he spent the rest of the season making amends? Uh, well, he's an interesting player, right? Because you see him... Um, like, you, you, you see why people would like him on their team you know he's good he's a good passer he's very uh has a good work rate but he also is terrifying sometimes you know like he's just yeah on the national team especially as a center back he 
at times just like does crazy stuff and you uh that makes your makes your heart skip a beat and not in a good way and so uh uh yeah i mean he was sort of responsible for that goal for takuna asano's goal against japan in the world cup and he definitely improved i felt like in the in the later i mean he also had some injuries he was a little bit in and out i mean i think he deserves to make the team for sure he's 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 one you know what do they say one to watch he's one to watch hmm. but um yeah we'll see i mean it's that's just the thing about that position right at center back you just gotta uh you can have a you can have you can do a hundred great things in a game and then you do one thing poorly and that's uh that makes the difference yeah, it's the op- like the the defense and the offense is the opposite. In defense, you have ninety nine percent great game, and then one percent lapse of judgment. Then you're a villain. Yeah, exactly. And, but if you're and attacker, if you have ninety nine percent sloppy right. game, but then one percent of brilliance, you're a hero. Yeah, yeah. So that's the difference. Our full defense is Matthias Ginter, Robin Gosens, Benjamin uh, Henrichs. Tilo Kera, Lucas Klostermann, David Raum, Antonio Rudiger, Nico Schotterbeck, Malek Chia, and Marius Wolf. Yeah. Like I said, Malek Chia is the one I know the least of. He plays in the Serie A, yeah, I believe. I, have, I cannot say that I've seen much of him. I'm happy to see Gozens That'll be again. a good opportunity. I thought Gozens was, I really liked him in the Euros, but then he didn't make the, yeah. make the World Cup. He had injuries, etc. So he's, I'm happy to see him back. Um, Vietz is back. He was the song of the summer in 2021. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see him back. Yeah, and uh, Kai Havertz coming off just like Polisic with the U.S. right now, coming off that crazy, disastrous Chelsea season. Chelsea continues yeah. to break players, and they're breaking Kai Havertz. You know, Kai Havertz is linked to Real Madrid right now. And it's one of those things because Real Madrid needed number nine, but Kai Havertz is not a number nine. He's like, I'll do number nine for you because no one else is around. But that's not really his role. Kai Havertz is more of an 11. He's more of a shadow striker. He's more of a... He's, yeah, second, maybe second striker, maybe a winger, maybe a midfielder. Yeah, it's it's a little, it's unclear. It's unclear. Well, Real Madrid needs 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 people. Benzema took the took the Saudi money and left. And mm-hmm. now, uh, now they're they're looking for players. So we will see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Timo Vanna's on the roster, but again, that's just old hat, right? What has Timo Vanna done the last six months? That man, let's pretend he never played for the national team before, and this was his rookie season. Would he be making the national team? Yeah, he's been very up and down for Leipzig. I mean, he's 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 started a lot of games. He hasn't finished a lot of games. He's always off, usually the first guy to to come off. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's yeah question question mark. Um, a lot of questions for the national team. Serge Serge Gnab- I mean, yeah, we've had you know we just got knocked out in the group stage of the World Cup. There's no twice. It's yeah, twice in a row. There's not a lot of um, uh, yeah. It's un it's unclear. It's unclear where this team stands, and especially offensively, I think we don't have that Knipsa. Although Fulkrug was good, we'll see if he can keep that up. Um, there's no Serge Gnabry either. I don't know if he has an injury. I haven't heard anything, or if he's he's just out. Uh, yeah, Kai Havertz needs needs another needs a new job the Chelsea yeah we'll see Christopher Nkunku is getting shipped into that 
uh, uh, dumpster fire. We'll see how if they can if they can recover with their new coach. But Rudy Fowler disclosed that uh, Gnabry is battling an ankle injury, uh, which is why they didn't let him. In. At least that's the story. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, uh, Kara uh, Mariemi is not there. Uh, Mario yeah, Götz is not Mario there. Götz is not uh, there. Uh, you um, said Kutchup. Marco Royce is not there. Uh, I wonder if Marco Royce is well, he still he battling an injury? Um, no. Meanwhile, everybody's going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, as as <laughs> Mankat Hart Yang is pointing out, Kante to Saudi Arabia as well. Yeah, Kante, Benzema, um, Messi, Messi, perhaps, probably, perhaps. Yeah. Or are the rumors true? He's about to play in MLS and also be like a thirty percent owner of MLS, <laughs> that's, <laughs> or something like that, or whatever the that those, whatever those, those rumors are. Those rumors have gone very, very quiet. I don't think. I think it's. I think it's. I think he'll take the Saudi money unless unless Barcelona can somehow turn their turn their sofas over uh, a couple more times and see if another couple hundred million euros fall out. Yeah, they signed some other NFT company. This is kind of related <laughs> could, to like, Barcelona's doing. They could, they could they could sell their TV rights from twenty years from now to sign Messi for another year. <laughs> They're essentially doing. I guess we didn't really bring it up. You said there were two topics: type of national team. What was the other topic? Did you cover your national team? Yeah, stuff? we talked about uh, we talked about Zula. Zula and we and... talked about the and we talked about the game, the October game. Oh yeah. Hartford and the big party bus. I guess the other big news. That's the new, that's, we'll the, that's for the next big time. news. That's the big news. The party bus is the biggest news. That, that is uh, especially a thirty-three person yeah, party bus. I that's, uh, I might have to. I might have to change my plans. And might have to take the hubschrauber. Take the hubschrauber. Take the hubschrauber across the whole Atlantic. How much gas do we need for that? <laughs> How far can helicopters go? I don't know. But I guess there was recent news. I'll just touch on it before we leave. Speaking of making money, because I'm not a businessman, Bjorn. I mean, you're you're probably more of a businessman than me. I don't know. I am. All I know is that I'm seeing clubs like <laughs> Barcelona and whatnot. And uh, what'd you what'd you say? I, I I'm questioning. I'm questioning that. Uh, what what am I in the business of? I mean, I'm a freelancer. Just, I guess that you're a freelance sort of. man. You make you I'm know one you're doing man, well. I'm, I'm a one man business. Yeah. Yeah, it's more than me. I'm a no man business. <laughs> <laughs> no man's land. Anywho, I, I just never ceases to amaze me how people with money can just make more money appear. Like Barcelona's just like, we need half a billion dollars. Uh, NFT, and we sell our TV. They just make it happen. The Bundesliga tried to do the same thing recently uh, um, under, under a certain committee led by Vatska from Borussia Dortmund. Mm-hmm. They tried to make like a third-party marketing company and sell the rights to a bunch of um, private equity firms, which I learned are different than slush funds, to just make another what was it five hundred million dollars appear out of nowhere, seemingly nothing. It's just like they're, they're creating value to sell it to make money to invest in the Bundesliga infrastructure. I think that's what was going on. Well, they were, uh, however, they were selling. They were they were going to sell them part of their their media rights and that's well they were going to start a new company about the media rights including nfts which is hip and hot that i do not understand and global tv rights and yada yada like yeah 
they, they're going to create that company and then sell it to a bunch of private investors. And they were going to use that as a cash flow, mm-hmm. almost like a free loan, pretty much. Not a loan, like a, just a cash injection. No, I guess it's like, uh, well, it's basically, yeah, I mean, you're sort of selling, you're kind of selling part of your future, part of your, part of your future earnings in a way. And then you're hoping that with this influx, you can create more value and then increase those earnings so that you're not actually have to pay anything back, but you're just making more money. And then that's, that's how that, that works. That's not a. That's not by itself. That's not on its own a shady, a shady thing. Like that's. I mean, come. Cities. Well, that's so. From what I understand, they have a bunch of private equity firms lined up, mainly American ones. And the whole point of a private equity firm, it, it, a slush fund is short term. Private equity firm is long term. So right. they're going to buy into this. The whole point is that at the end of their investment, the value of what they bought is so high. They can then sell it back to someone at a big profit or something. So well, the whole point can, is they're supposed to can, sell this third-party company. To pay. Right. Like, I don't for get example, how that works. Well, I give you a different. You want to? Do you want a non a non sports example, which may? I don't, well, I don't, my my question is, how could if they spend so much money out now, who would then buy it at a bigger rate later? A private like no, but it's like buy you, it you you create you the idea is to create more value. Now you don't always know that that works whether that works or not. For example, my ta- the town where I'm we're building a house in in Vermont is uh, they have been wanting to build this village at the at the bottom of the ski resort. It's just a big parking lot now. They wanted to build this sort of little town with with. Uh, and so, but they have not been able, they haven't been able to find, um, they haven't been able to find a, a, a development company, a developer, because the developers say you have infrastructure, you're lacking infrastructure, your water has problems, your roads are not good enough, and we can't make money building this village because we have to spend too much fixing your interest infrastructure. So now the town has gotten a loan so the state of vermont has this program where they're giving the money and this is basically in this case it's the state but it could be this private equity company and they say okay we're going to give you this money to pay for this infrastructure improvements and then the developer comes in and builds this village and then you'll have you'll collect more property tax and that will pay pay back what we have given you Okay, that makes so it's more, not that's, so much. That's a that's a loan from the government that gets paid. But back it's a similar. Property. Well, they don't. They're paying. Well, they're not actually paying it back. It's just the property taxes. There. But that's the idea. The idea is like you you put up some money now, and then you're creating more value and more money, and then then and then it's easy. Yeah, and then everybody everybody wins. However, buy, buy money not, with that money. doesn't that doesn't always work. Is the thing. Yeah, That's I'm very suspect yeah. of this whole. We'll talk about it more later, but I just want to touch on that. There, were, but there was a vote to say no to that. Like, like right. uh, in the in the chat, uh, we had uh, we got Glazers out. We got 51. percent Yeah, the Germans are very conservative with their money, and you needed a two thirds vote. Twenty of the 36 clubs said yes, and then I think nine clubs abstained, and but then, the six yeah. clubs that said no killed the killed it. And that was, was not like, that was not enough. So this did not this did not happen. And so these yeah, the teams have, the teams were skeptical that you were uh, that this was that this was going to work because it's like because they were in the case to the in the case of firm. in the case of Barcelona they basically 
um, they they basically have sold a bunch of their future earnings to other to other investors right. to basically cover their current wage bill. So this is not like creating any kind of long term value. Like if you you know for example Tottenham Hotspur in England, they have a lot of debt, but they built they just built a, a gigantic new stadium, which presumably is going to make them a lot of money. Like bringing Messi back. I mean, I don't know. Is that gonna? How long is that gonna generate income? So, well, with Barcelona, we just don't know where they're making money. And with a lot of European soccer, they all keep it a secret, and financial fair play helps them out with that. That's also a big old scam. Um, but you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> my opinion, my opinions are my own. <laughs> let's put it that way. But you know, let's pretend. Let's pretend Tottenham built this giant super stadium. And opening date was scheduled for March of 2020, and they need to make income right yeah, away. No, it's pro- it's a problem, sure. Yeah, you can't like banking on the field. Like Schalke and Dortmund, these clubs financially have been to the brink of collapse more than once, very recently. And these are the men making that decision for the Bundesliga. And well, wide that's now. that's the thing, so right? Like, the fan the fantasy is that you take all this money and they come up with. They make They're banking infras- on a lot make, of money showing up in the future. Make infrastructure improvements and create all this new value. But you don't know, you know. Sometimes people do stupid stuff and then it doesn't. The other criticism was different clubs wanted for different things. Some some clubs wanted it. One club president wanted it to upgrade his 5G Wi-Fi. And it's like how is that supposed to improve How's that supposed to improve any returns moving Yeah, forward? I mean that's a that's the thing and that's not this is also not unique to unique to soccer right or it, it's yeah. uh, sometimes sometimes not not everybody does well in business <laughs> here here at my bring it back to home we have our hoa meeting in a month or in a couple weeks oh. and i just got an email about how people want to update our electrical code and it's just going to cost us ten thousand dollars cash each to do that uh to make sure our lights don't flicker and i'm like uh I'll take that. I don't. It's like I'm no. I I'm perfectly fine with my lights flickering every now and then. <laughs> for, for ten, for ten s- grand. All right. I'll save the ten. I'll save. The, I don't have ten grand. How about that? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, right. it's just, it's just. I feel that um, there's definitely more to talk about. Maybe that'll be our topic for next week. Getting into the depths of the yeah, finance of the Bundesliga, and how to fix, how to fix it, how to fix it. We're now officially in the off season. Yeah, there's nothing, not much, not much going on. We got. Off-field topics like finance. We got book club coming on. We may talk oh, some yeah. German books. Oh, yeah. Book, my book arrived. My Dortmund book arrived today. Excellent. It's a great read. All right. Well, um, we'll talk about that more, and we'll switch to the U.S. hour in a minute. Yeah? Yes. Mank at heart, and Hans Wolf knows the drill. But now we're going to hop into our other stream, and we'll talk U.S. Open talk Cup. The US we'll talk the U.S. national team. We're going to uh, talk. Because they've got – we just – NYCFC getting better and better. I'll talk about a little survey I did on the New York Rebels Facebook page that that got, went viral, kind of, and the, the New York Rebels. We'll talk U.S. soccer over on the other right. hour. It's from the opposite link. Just hop on over. I'll see you there in a minute. For the rest of us, tschüss. Bis nächste Woche. Tschüss.